are listening to Nerds Adulting Bites, a podcast with short, easy-to-consume, bite-sized episodes that explore various nerdy topics by taking a deeper look. Well, a new study finds a link between violent games and aggressive behavior in children. Uh, We are determined to stop a situation in which video games with pornographic and violent content are being peddled to our children. The video games, the movies, the internet stuff is so violent. It's so incredible. I see it. I get to see things that you wouldn't be, you'd be amazed at. The fact is that a new generation of video games crosses that line containing the most horrible depictions of graphic violence and sex. Cold-blooded murder is making Mortal Kombat the most popular video game in history. Kids relish their victory and their bloody choice. Should they pull out their opponent's heart? or simply rip his head off just to see his spinal cord dangle in a pool of blood. Video games have long been a hotbed for controversy. Over the past 40 or so years, people have long held the stance that violent video games are bad for society. A few years ago, I was researching topics for our new startup podcast, Nerds Adulting. I knew I wanted to discuss the idea behind violent video games and how many perceive them to be bad for society with an expert. I came across this book called Moral Combat, Why the War on Violent Video Games is Wrong. It was written by Patrick Markey and Chris Ferguson, who are both psychology professors and did a lot of research and studies on the topic. This is where I discovered the story behind the first controversial video game called Death Race. To start at the beginning of this video game outrage, we need to start with the 1975 movie Death Race 2000. Oh my goodness! This is Patrick Markey. Death is terrible. <laughs> death race, death race, death, death race two thousand. Um, it came out in nineteen seventy five. It was a B movie in terms of what is a. If you were to look up in a dictionary, what's a B movie? Death race two thousand would be, and it actually stars a young Frank um, uh, Stallone or Sylvester Stallone. I'm sorry, not Frank Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> uh, David Carradine is in it. I mean, younger people know him from Kill Bill. I know him from Kung Fu. Uh, but he was also in Death Race 2000. And the pot, the the um, premise of Death Race 2000 was it was a cross-country race where it wasn't just to get from point A to point B to win the race, but it was to get as many points. And you got points by running over people. And different people had different amount of points. Children were worth like 75 points. The elderly were actually worth the most points. Um, women were more, worth more points than men. Um, it was this horrific kind of idea of a movie and obviously, this kind of plot created a lot of controversy um, around it. In fact, um, uh, Roger Ebert famously gave it zero stars in his review, and he said it was going to be, you know, the worst thing that's ever happened, and that he just was more uh, uh, worried about looking at the audience members kind of watching this terrible movie with this terrible idea, um, kind of enjoying it. And I mean, basically what the movie did is it it fed off a controversy. So it was made for a budget of about 300,000 and it went on to gross over $5 million. Um, So it was widely successful and it wasn't successful because it was a cinematic masterpiece. It was successful because of all the controversy that happened around it, that everybody wanted to go see it. The year 2000. America is a vast speedway. People line the streets to witness the greatest drivers on earth in a race from sea to shining sea. This is a death race. You finish first, or not at all. Death Race 2000. Exidy was founded in 1973 by P. Kaufman, 
and was their CEO for their entire 23 years of existence. Details are sparse because during the 70s and 80s, companies typically deny credit to the developers for their work. The original game before Death Race underwent its conversion was Destruction Derby and was designed by Hal Ivey. Yeah, so I mean, it was made by a company called Exidy and it was released in 76, so the year after the movie came out. Um, and Exidy is an interesting company in that they, before Death Ray, I mean, they're, they're, they're not a household name, right? People probably don't know who Exidy is right now, and that's because they, they, they were never super big. Um, they had created before this a Destruction Derby game, and you can kind of see the DNA in it inside of this game, right? Because you're driving a car around, but instead of hitting other cars, you're hitting these little gremlin-type people. Um, and they actually were working on another game that when Death Race 2000 came out, they instantly changed the name of the game to be Death Race. Um, and so they were clearly unofficially linking it to the movie. So there's no official link to the movie Death Race, but it's clearly meant to kind of ride on the coattails of the controversy of Death Race. And it probably worked. I mean, in an interesting historical footnote, it's kind of one of the first, I mean, it's, you could say some, some early games are, are based on movies, but it's kind of one of the first movie-based games. Um, uh, I mean, there was a, a movie called um, Jaws Attack or Attack Jaws, where the word attack was really tiny and Jaws was really <laughs> out the year before to milk off of Jaws. Um, but this is definitely one of the first ones. Again, it wasn't official by any means. What Exidy did with Death Race was pretty interesting, given that it was no way officially licensed by the movie. Back in the 1970s, video games were nowhere near as big as they are today, so it was easy for a company to use movie likenesses to help sell the game. We saw this with Death Race and another game called Shark Jaws by Atari. It was released in 1975 as an unofficial tie-in to the movie Jaws. Atari had the word shark so small that the actual title appeared to be just Jaws. Death Race was probably one of the first video games ever to be called out publicly by a psychologist. Dr. Gerald Bryson was a researcher at the National Safety Council, directly proposed a link to video games and violence by suggesting that the act itself being conducted in a game is far worse than anything on TV. But it went on to be way more successful than it basically deserved to be. So kind of like Death Race 2000, the movie was way more successful than it deserved to be. Death Race, the video game, was way more successful than it deserved to be. And exactly what Chris was saying is because of all the media. I mean, it was on morning news shows, CBS, um, the the safety council came out and like issued warnings about it saying that, you know, pedestrians, you know, last year when the report came out in, in 76, last year, 9,000 pedestrians were killed, kind of suggesting that this game may have contributed to it. Um, so it was, it was a smart move by the game company Exidy to kind of do this. Cause again, otherwise we would not be talking about this game from a historical standpoint. Um, nor would have it ever even been remotely successful. It was completely successful because of the controversy. Yeah, this I mean, I, I think Chris you know, Ferguson. The, the thing about Death Race, I think, was also it was probably one of the first games that had this sort of aura. And again, they use the word gremlins, but it really was this kind of idea that you were attacking people. Um, and it, you know, that I think we all knew that the gremlins weren't really gremlins. You know. Um, so, and I think that's part of what made it controversial above and beyond. Like, you know, that was still the era where they were kind of moving from Pong into Space Invaders. And I forget exactly which year Space Invaders came out, but, you know, it's kind of like that era 
of uh, you know cabinet games are really just starting to become really really popular and to see to see one that even this very pixelated primitive way featured essentially person-on-person violence which was quasi taboo for even for a while after that game. you know most of the early cabinet games didn't really have that you know sort of direct I mean, I'm sure you can find a few exceptions here and there, but it really was it wasn't until like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter games that you saw a lot more of the you know direct person to person sort of violence. I think what fascinated me the most about Death Race was given how primitive the graphics were. People still immediately jumped to the controversy of the violence. The game was so basic in nature, but the very idea of a child committing the action of driving over a pedestrian drew outrage by so many. Death Race wasn't nearly as controversial as, say, Mortal Kombat or Night Trap, but it definitely set the stage for ultimately what was to come in the early 90s. Thank you so much for listening to Nerds Adulting Bites. I really hope you enjoyed it. For more information, please check the description or simply go to our website, nerdsadulting.com. <laughs>